Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Another busy week here in, in Husker land as far as the Husker football team goes. Omar Brown, a cornerback, a defensive back, I should say, from northern Iowa, actually committing to Nebraska. Uh, also a visit from A.J. Allen as, uh, as a running back, uh, has a TCU commit right now. Of course, with Applewhite coming over from TCU, maybe he can bring A.J. Allen in. It's kind of interesting uh, just kind of reading about his visit is that the Huskers, and, and, and clearly you would do this if you're having a running back in town, is is pitching the possibility of of playing and starting maybe if he if you know if he decides to commit and wins that job of course I feel pretty good about the running back room as it is I think they have some versatility in there but I mean they already grabbed Anthony Grant the uh the Juco uh player of the year at running back Ramir Johnson Gabe Irvin comes back from injury like I said Ramir Johnson uh kind of stabilized the position last year Jock Yant had some um upward potential there at times of course Marquis Steph even ran for 100 yards in a game last year um so as far as I'm concerned, you already, I mean, it's going to be a, we talk about the quarterback battle, but that running back battle is going to be fascinating. I'll be curious to see how they use it. If they try and go with a timeshare again, like they kind of did last year, kind of try and ride with the hot hand, or if they really commit to one guy and try and get to that workhorse bell cow, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call a running right. back. If they, if they truly commit to a number one guy. Yeah, I, I don't know if – and, of course, you wonder if that guy's in amongst the group. Ramir Johnson was pretty close to, to grabbing that. I mean, he, he was kind of the, the, the work share back there for a little bit before his injury. Um, but, you know, Jock Yant did, did jump up and, and, you know, have a big game against Northwestern and uh, looked had some flashes there too. So I don't know if you necessarily want to do that or, or you know, it's, it's kind of like do you want to have the, the 25 carries a game guy. A lot of people in college football aren't doing that as much. It, it kind of grinds on those on those players and by the end of their career they're, they're kind of <laughs> you know chewed up and spit out um to the nfl and it doesn't help them so um it's kind of interesting to see if that will be an approach that they have i, I just if you don't if, to me if you don't have that guy you don't have to force it and i think that's kind of what the idea was last year they said going into last year um if they had that guy they would use him accordingly but if they don't they weren't going to force it so they didn't necessarily do that i mean they, they kind of um like i said as the season went along kind of used Ramir Johnson in that role, but that was minus Gabe Irvin, kind of, um, you know, as, as we saw toward the end of the year, Jacquez Yant was here and there, hit and miss. Um, so um, I, I, I'm just I'm just fascinated to see that they're still pitching maybe a starting position and a lot of playing time. For me, it looks like a, a battle. I mean, it's going to be tough um, for any incoming freshman to go and get that job. But, um, of course, that's that's what you tell somebody when you're recruiting them. You don't, you don't tell them, well, we're going to sit you on the bench and then see how it goes in a few years. Of course, Emmett Johnson, of course, a freshman already in, in as well, so he'd have to compete uh, with another uh, guy coming to campus. Well, it's basically the same situation that Gabe Irving arrived to last year and he ended up winning the the job out of camp and then uh, has a season ending injury and we don't really get to see what we have in Irving it'll be interesting because he, he kind of struggled his yards per carry weren't uh, wasn't exceptional wasn't what you want out of a number one back uh, in the Big Ten obviously through those first couple of games so I'll be curious to see if they go back to him as the number one or if he kind of lost his spot due to injury which would be unfortunate but you know I I, I want the best the best guy to to come out of camp and, and really claim the spot and i I'm I'm hungry to get back to those days of you know Roy Hallou to Rex Burkhead to Amir Abdullah even Terrell Newby and Divino Zigbo had that job you know it was theirs to lose and 
it, it, it gets tough when you go into a game and you don't really have a running back that you know is going to get you four yards whenever you need them and is going to end the game with 100 yards, and, and it's just somebody that the other teams have to scheme around. Because right now the running back position isn't really a threat to teams. You know, turn on the the film for Nebraska, and it's like, oh, we really need to be worried about, you know, number 14 or number 22. Yeah, it, it was number of, two last year. That was the worry. Exactly. It's, it, so I'm, that's that, that would be the biggest thing for me is not having a quarterback that leads your team in rushing um, and and have, have a guy who really takes the running back job. We saw Ramir Johnson – you know, do his best to stake a claim to that job last year, and I, I thought we saw a lot of good things out of him. So it'd be, I'll, I'm hoping that maybe he can kind of pick up where he left off this year and and really take over the position. But uh, I don't care who it is; I just want a running back who's running back one and is definitely running back one. Yeah, it, it's going to be fun to see kind of that battle out. Like I said, I can't wait for the spring game to get a uh, an eye on some of those guys. And then I think just naturally with with that level of competition, like you said, unless somebody separates, um, then it's going to play throughout the season. But I think Nebraska's as far, you know as far as injuries, the Gabe Urban injury last year, um, they're in a good position. They might maybe you know with all that competition, don't bring all those guys into fall ball. Where there's a lot of movement uh, across college football right now, but um, certainly in a good position. I think in the running back position. Of course, like we mentioned, Omar Brown, um, not a running back, but a cornerback, uh, and joining Nebraska from Northern Iowa, where in 2019 he was uh, named the uh, freshman uh, defensive player of the year. So, I mean, in the FCS. So, that, that's quite an honor that he grabbed there. He had a really good year there. Um, and then in 2021, which is which is his latest game, he played in seven games for them as well. Um, so, he's had um, some success, uh, kind of is, uh, you know, is has had some interceptions and stuff like that. So, he's exciting to bring to the table. Another guy with a good resume coming into Nebraska, like they've done um, from the transfer portal so far. Um, um, and it's just kind of interesting, the cornerback position, you wonder if he can play right away, right? Quentin Newsom's kind of got the, the one job down, you would think, um, because he started, he was the only one among that whole secondary, really, that's going to come back with a whole lot of experience. Um, but from there, you know, Braxton Clark had that injury a few years ago. It looked like he was going to be kind of the next cornerback in line, um, then kind of played sparingly last year. I think he played in every game, but not in a major role. Tyreek Johnson, the, the five-star transfer from Ohio State, never really saw too much. Much of the field, uh, of course, Tommy Hill, Javier Morton, some of these transfers as well. Um, so it, it, there's going to be quite a competition there, and I don't, and I don't, I don't expect the secondary to be as good as it was last year. I mean, that's a that was a strength. You had a lot of senior leadership there, and if not senior, then Cam Taylor Britt, right? So I mean, you had a lot of talent there, and that's something I think Nebraska is going to have to overcome. I think the strength of the, this defense is going to be that front seven, filling out um, some of those holes maybe in the defensive line as far as the depth is concerned. But uh, it's going to be fascinating to see who starts opposite Quentin Newsom because that job is also very much wide open. Yeah, I, I hope, again, that they're able to restock. You've seen some talented de defensive backs come in recruiting-wise, and so there's reason to be hopeful and optimistic about that room in particular, and Travis Fisher has shown the ability to develop guys. So I think of any coach, that any assistant coach that you can have faith in, it's Travis Fisher. And like I said, a lot of talent in that room through recruiting. So, yeah, it's just it's just kind of unproven. So we'll wait to see what it looks like out on the field. But uh, also, it is interesting. They did hit the portal pretty hard for that. So maybe they don't have the most confidence there. And some of these guys uh, as upperclassmen are going to come in and maybe take those jobs. We'll see. Uh, but we got to take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for On the Block with Strick and Bach. Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet, will join us. Uh, we have uh, Steve Sipple also joining us at 525. 
But coming up next, we'll kind of talk about a tweet that Steve Sipple had talking about the uncertainty in college sports. Um, just as far as the portal and, and the NIL and all that stuff, is that uh, turning you away from the game and, and more toward the professional ranks, or can you embrace the change? We'll talk about that next here on on the block on 93.7 The Ticket.